Welcome to Simple Truth Love, a place where we talk about self-leadership, self-care, and self-love. With the hope that our self-help conversations might inspire you to look at fundamental well-being practices. Here, we'll dissect powerful words and explore how those words can enable or disable us from being our best selves. And contemplate things together that make us be the best we can be. I'm Cindy Bradshaw. And I'm Rochelle Doyle. And today we are talking to Toki Sawada. Chef Toki and her husband and business partner, Chef Craig Takahara, own Binchoyaki Izakaya Dining, which features Japanese comfort food. Chef Toki is one of a small number of successful women in Sacramento's popular farm-to-fork restaurant scene and was one of the all-female chefs in the 2019 Tower Bridge Dinner. She has 20 years' experience in the food and service industries, has studied at the Cordon Bleu in Pasadena, and has worked as a sous chef and pastry chef in many kitchens throughout California. Toki is a mom to three young boys and is a part of women in agriculture. Thanks for joining us, Toki. Hi. We're so glad to have you. I'm pretty excited, too. So, Toki, you've chosen the word evolve to explore today. The definition of evolve is to develop gradually, especially from a simple to a more complex form. So what has inspired you to choose this word? I chose the word evolve evolution because as a human being or as a person, I think we constantly need to evolve in order for us to achieve our goals, to success in our life. So that constant evolution in your daily life for your mental, your physical, it's a necessity. Being a human, it's just our nature to constantly evolve along with this world. Yeah. When I look back to who I was at 20, 25, 30, and now I'm peaking at 40, the changes that I made, none of them were overnight. But if I was the same person who I was 20 years ago, I would be a hot mess at 40 years old doing what I did when I was 20. I partied. I didn't really have a strong voice. I went along with everyone else a lot more. And who I am today is a huge mark of growth for myself. I think evolving is continually stepping into your own power. And the other thing about evolving is that Everyone is able to do it, regardless of your privilege in the world, your sex, your experience, your gender. We can all evolve from who we were into a better version of ourselves. Cindy, what do you think? I think it's always important to keep working on yourself. Who you are today is different from who you'll be tomorrow. And you're always having to adapt yourself. And to me, that's how you evolve by recognizing this, making changes to suit your best life at different stages of your life. Yeah. I want to evolve into somebody who's constantly learning. The other day I heard something that resonated with me. It was about art. It was saying you don't have to be good at it to enjoy it. I think that kind of really, it stuck with me because I like to practice art, but I'm terrible at it. What I produce is not going to be in any gallery But I enjoy the process and I enjoy the opportunity to try to get a little bit better. And so I just want to evolve at learning. And that in itself is evolving when you recognize that you don't have to be good at it to actually do it and enjoy it. Yes. You're changing your outlook on things. Yes. So I feel like perspective and evolve goes hand in hand because changing your perspective 
then also changes your evolution. So good or bad, just like the pandemic hit, Mm -hmm. my future was pitch dark. Like I did not know how to explain it to myself. I couldn't understand what was going to go on. But at the same time, I had to change my perspective to a daily goal. And so we learned how to put smaller, cheaper menu that are affordable for customers to purchase in order for us to survive, to keep that sales going. So I feel like if you don't change your perspective, you're not going to evolve the way you expect to evolve. And I feel like that also changes your shift in goals too. I love that because perspective was the first episode that we started off with this season. Mm. So it's coming full circle. And the other thing is you're talking about not only evolving your person, but evolving from an organizational standpoint, because we had this terrible pandemic that happened to us. The only way that businesses stayed open was by evolving into something different. So it's not just the individual that has to evolve. Your whole infrastructure has to learn how to shift with the times. Absolutely. Because, yeah, before the pandemic, we didn't do takeouts. Mm-hmm. When the pandemic hit, say, all right, well, let's do this new thing. <laughs> yeah. So, Toki, have you ever felt like you were evolving? And if so, what were the clues? And what do you think helped you get there? My biggest moment that I felt like I evolved is with my parenting. And the reason why I say that is because I've been with my mother-in-law for 18 years and she literally taught me how to be a mother. So every single time with my oldest, if I had a question or anything, like she was always my go-to. And when she left us three years ago, I was completely lost. I felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't feel like no one would understand me. Of course, my husband's always been a great supporter, but it's something different, especially coming from a mother that raised kids already. And (laughs) knowing how my husband, how he is, it's like, well, she had three kids. She must have done something right because Craig turned out (laughs) to be my husband. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. So like, I looked up to her a lot. So when I couldn't get that opinion or feedback, I just couldn't bear with it. So my parenting turned into, I feel like anger. I was constantly just yelling and pointing fingers at him. And then I realized like, hey, I've only been a mother for seven years. My son's seven. And it's okay for me to not know these answers. And It's okay for me to find the answers together with him. I don't need to know all the answers when he does something wrong. And that's when I was able to change my perspective. Everybody makes mistakes. I felt like I was nagging at him to do his homework or nagging at him to do things the right way. And every single time I nagged, I felt like he had this breakout and we would like constantly yell at each other and fight and it just got nowhere. Until this one time, we came home really late from baseball practice and we ate dinner. He took a bath and he still had homework that had to be done. And I was about to get mad again, but I was like, you know what, Kiku, you're tired. I'm tired. Why don't you go to bed and I'll wake you up early and you could finish your homework then. 
And then he said, okay. So we both went to bed. And the next morning, I heard him wake up on his own without me waking him up. And he went into the living room, already changed, minded. Every morning, I'm like, Kiku, don't forget to change. Kiku, wash your face. (laughs) Kiku, brush your teeth. Hurry up and eat. But it was just like, whoa, like me changing. I felt like I evolved with my parenting. It, to me, it felt like more of a evolution because it was also realizing that I have changed. And ever since then, I'm able to hold myself back and give myself that different perspective and to let it be. And so that was like my biggest realization that I have evolved. And it was so far so good. Kids really teach us a lot about life just as much as we teach them as parents. And I think sometimes parents get in a mode of, oh, I'm supposed to teach you all these things and I'm the adult. But sometimes when we take a step back and actually Mm -hmm. let them lead, changes happen and we evolve. And one of my favorite phrases in parenting has always been this too shall pass. So when you're at that moment where you're like, oh, this day is, you know, when they're like the terrible twos or whatever, it does pass. And then sometimes to just put yourself in that gratitude place of they're not going to be terrible twos forever. I'm just going to embrace it helps you to evolve. I also think that Kiko evolved too. Mm -hmm. He got an opportunity to show his independence and show that he's ready to step up through your evolving. Yes. So it kind of created this teamwork and we were both able to turn the page and learn from the experience. Very cool. I've never felt like I was evolving. I've never had a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm changing. These are growth pains or whatever. I can reflect grief, grief with my mom passing. And that forced a huge change in my life. (laughs) I evolved in a big way because I lost someone so important to me. And in that same way that you were talking about, Toki, at the same time, I don't feel like I recognized it as me growing. (laughs) Never in the moment of like the pits of despair was like, like, okay, I'm evolving. But at the same time, that's what it was. And I do think that there's a lot of, there's growth pains are called growth pains, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of pain in transitioning. And I was able to step up into a new form without the protection of my mom being physically present. (laughs) Cindy, how about you? Have you ever felt like you were evolving? I think you're constantly evolving through every stage of your life. And that the wonderful and hard thing about life is that it is ever changing. And when things seem really good, then all of a sudden something not so good comes into your life. Over time, as you mature, you get more and more tools in your toolbox to help you Mm -hmm. be better in these situations. So I just, I feel like I'm always evolving. It's like collecting tools for your tool shed. Yeah, absolutely. You could open that tool shed and kind of choose which tools you could use to help you successfully evolve. Well, that's why grandparents are so great with kids, right? (laughs) Because they've been through it and When my kids were little and as a parent, like I'm so stressed out. Oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to 
ruin them for the rest of their lives. And the grandparents are like, it doesn't matter how the ice cream and do whatever you want. You know, they just have a totally different perspective because they have those tools in their tool shed and they know that the kid's going to turn out okay if they have an ice cream cone. (laughs) It's like perspective and evolving are the two things that the grandparents are bringing to the conversation. So what resources, we were just talking about tools, tips, activities do you recommend people look into to evolve in their lives? Rochelle? Setting your intentions every day about where it is that you do want to go is really important. I also think that risk-taking is important when you get into these phases of just doing the same thing. It gets comfortable, but are you actually growing? We just talked about those growth pains. Those happen because something shifted and whether it's forced or not, it's helpful to step outside of your comfort zone in order to go somewhere new. Like you don't change by doing the same thing every single day. And back to the intentions, I think evolution is driven by purpose. And I've started this thing. I don't know if I've ever told you, I wake up grumpy AF every single (laughs) day. Like I wake up and I just shit on everybody who's ever crossed my path in my head for a while I'm like, and if so-and-so says something to me today and you know what, so-and-so irritates me, it's so not a positive thing. So I've been trying to wake up and when I start cursing people out or situations out as my first step to the day, I pause and I'm like, whoa, hold on. There you go again. Where do you want your day to go? And then I'm like, okay, stop. So (laughs) it's obviously an evolving thing because I still did wake up and curse somebody out. But I think I spent like... (laughs) three less minutes on it today, which is important. It's evolving. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) How about you, Toki? Do you have any resources for people looking to evolve? Well, I feel like the question is why is evolving important? A good example will be cooking. And a lot of these famous dishes in the history were made by accident. They were not made intentionally. Mm-hmm. And once they figure that out, like if you think about it, like whoever thought I'm going to shake milk and make butter, you know? Right. <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That fat in the milk is going to solidify and it's going to be butter. Like, <laughs> so I feel like evolving is like cooking in order for you to do that. Like you have to have that accident. So you have to do something different in order for you to change yourself. If you're Mm -hmm. in that comfort zone of being in that same routine, there won't be any evolving because you're not doing anything different. And part of it for me that's huge is creating your own circle of people. That old saying of it takes a village to raise a kid. Mm -hmm. Well, it takes a village to raise a mom Mm -hmm. because... (laughs) It's not about the kids. I'm sorry, but the mom need to be raised. Great point. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's that that pat on the shoulder that you're going to get from your friend that means a lot to you or that reality check that you're going to get from your friend when something that you're doing is not right. And there's this Japanese saying called It's be gentle and kind to others, but be strict and fierce to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it goes hand in hand with asking your friends for that support because 
it's hard to be strict on yourself because you know yourself the best. That's how you fall into that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have those close friends or your partner or whoever that could give you that reality check and help you through the hardships for you to take that stepping stone or to open that door to evolution. Surrounding yourself with people that bring you up to the next level, no matter who it is, it could be an idol. It doesn't have to be someone that you talk to. It's having that Mm -hmm. example or leadership that helps you get through those hardship of change Mm -hmm. is a necessary tool for you to evolve. I think that your support system is huge because, you know, through my evolution as a human being, the things that I was doing when I was 20, if I started doing them around the people that I hang out with now, they would be like, what is your problem? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Exactly. And so you evolve, everyone evolves together or else they kind of shift out of the group a little bit or you hang out with different types of people as well you should. Yeah. But your support system is huge to helping you stay accountable. Well, and I think I love the idea that some people are in your life for a reason or a season. And wherever you're at in the moment, you need to have those strong people that help you evolve into what you need right now. Yes. Which yeah. to your point, Rochelle, if you're doing the same things that you did when you were 20, when you're 40, it looks different. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's a polite way to say it. It looks different. It looks, it looks way it different. Looks whack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't fit into those outfits anymore anyway. <laughs> I used to have these like snakeskin pleather pants <laughs> that I would wear out. Those don't fit, but you know, maybe a new pair. That's what I've evolved into. <laughs> Cindy, how about you? What resources do you recommend for people looking to evolve? Yeah, I love all of the resources you both put out there. I think a couple to add would be just reflection, having reflection time, what's working for you in life and what's not working for you in life. And you have to ask yourself this question all the time because you are evolving and you are different. Like, do those snakeskin pants work for you? Could be a question. That's a great way to refer it. I don't know. I think if you really want to critically think about how to change your life, you need to question things. Something Toki mentioned earlier it's okay to not know all the answers all the time. So you may be at a stage where like, I don't know how to do this parenting thing, but I'm going to find resources because the resource I had is no longer a resource for me. So I need to go out and search for something new. And then I think simplicity, keep your life as simple as possible because when you get everything too complicated, that like for me anyway, that's when I get in the weeds and I can't think straight. But when I just like strip it down and say, with your son with homework when my kids were little and I'd be so upset that they didn't do their homework and they're never going to get into college like your mind goes there. Like they're never going to be anyone in life or go to college. (laughs) I've gone that far. Yes. Why do I think that far? You go all the way. (laughs) You go all the way down the rabbit hole. And really, I have to stop myself and say, okay, check yourself, Cindy. Like, is this important? And maybe it's okay that he goes to bed tonight not doing his homework. It's not going to be catastrophic, hopefully. Oh my goodness. So simplicity. And then I'm a big fan of having a really good morning routine too. Rochelle talked about this a little bit, but to really set your day 
through meditation, taking that time to, if you do wake up grumpy, know yourself enough to say, I can't interact with human beings for half an hour until I've had my coffee or I journal or whatever it is that you do. And if you can put some things like that into your life, Mm -hmm. I think you can evolve in really good ways. We have to think those snakeskin pleasure pants will fit today or not. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's time for leopard right now. I'm in a cheetah fade is what's happening. We all evolve. There is room for new animals. So Toki, what obstacles do you think hold people back from evolving? I think one of the biggest thing is acceptance. Mm. Acknowledging and accepting. The reason why I say that is I'm currently in that obstacle of holding myself back from evolving. And I haven't found my answer to that is when I had three kids, I had all three C-sections and my last one really changed my body. And it changed my body so much that the youngest is one. And I don't have the time to really put in that workout or dieting because I'm just so busy with my life right now. But my husband always said, Toki, you look great. I'm body shaming myself. Yeah. It's hard to accept yourself for who you are. And that changes a lot of your ways to think about things because you're not happy yourself. And then with society, everybody thinks women should be this perfect bodily figure after you give birth or like, You're the perfect mom, the perfect housewife, perfect businesswoman. It's like there's so much fake expectation out in the society about women. It's shitty. (laughs) And I know deep down that I am okay. I'm grateful that my kids are healthy. I'm healthy. There's no problem why I shouldn't accept myself the way I look. I'm just having a hard time accepting it. And society, the whole vision of what they expect from women made that so hard. It's really hard for me to find that answer on how. And the two words that comes to me is acknowledging and accepting. What do you say? Not let yourself go, but to say it's okay. Mm -hmm. People might just think, oh, it's just about your body. But like, it means a lot for me. So it's a deep evolution that I haven't found the end yet. Well, maybe I think the thing that is evolving is your mindset and acceptance. And that's the obstacle. It's funny because the obstacle is also the opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, the obstacle is society in itself, right? Mm -hmm. And the magazines and the Instagram and the images that everyone puts up in their bikini bras. And you're like, dang it. Like, it's really hard to look at every day and then look Mm -hmm. at your own body and just be like, well, this is what I got right now. I didn't go to the gym and I worked until eight o'clock at night and I'm trying to figure out all this other stuff and you have kids and how do I go to school and do all these things? So there's the society piece of what those glossed over images of social media that's super Mm -hmm. duper, like we know scientifically that looking at social media is bad. Huge. But then there's the mindset too of just accepting who you are. And especially knowing that the people around you love you Mm -hmm. and love you just the way you are. And even if they didn't, they would be wrong because you're amazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's hard. Like I'm not able to just open it out and let it go. And 
And I think once you're able to overcome that, there will be the brighter side. But until you get there, it's the journey right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's really authenticity. It's really be who you are and be proud of it and not hiding from it. And then in society, everybody's kind of hiding and not really showing their genuine selves. And that makes it really hard because it doesn't feel very safe when no one else is showing their cards for you to show your cards. Mm -hmm. It feels unsafe at times. So I think you get to that place where you're truly comfortable as who you are and can evolve in a way that's good for you. Because if I try to be Rochelle or Toki, like that's not me. I can't be. That's just not who I am. It's like when you go to the hairdresser and you see this picture in a magazine and you say, I want my hair like that. And the hairdresser's looking at you like, well, your hair doesn't look like that. <laughs> like, it's never going to be great like, analogy. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to have that hair. I'm never going to look like Jennifer Aniston with my hair cut. I'm sorry. So I think our society pushes us into these boxes. It's really scary to not live in them and to be your genuine self mm -hmm. and show yourself to the world. On society and evolving, another point is to look at how our society is evolving and the importance of an entire society evolving, mm -hmm. not just individuals. Mm -hmm. If we're looking at everything that's happening in the world right now. Oh, my goodness. There's just a bunch. And everything that's happening in the United States, I mean, in one hand, we're creating spaces for people who didn't previously have identities, right? Mm -hmm. And as we've just stepped into Pride Month, in 2000, Clinton created Gay and Lesbian Month. And in 2009, Obama celebrated LGBT Month. And then in 2021, Biden celebrated LGBTQ Plus Month. And that evolved from the 1970s parade that was acknowledging the pivotal change of the Stonewall riots. And yes. that society evolving, right? Mm -hmm. And there's something to be celebrated there. Absolutely. I think on the flip side, you're looking at the devolving of women's rights right now mm -hmm. and the attempt of people to try and take it away. And why is that happening? Like, why are we actively looking at devolving? Yes. And how is it that we're evolving in this space as a society? That's really, really an important point that at different times, a society is asking for different things. Yeah. And they become apparent in some of these situations that come up in society. It is. And, you know, for the women's right, it's the whole future. If that goes through. Like these decisions that they're making, it's going to change the whole perspective. It's going to change the way us women are going to live. Think about these young kids that are in school right now, growing up without any woman rights. It's like mm -hmm. going back 50, yeah. 60 years ago when we're supposed to evolve forward, just like the LGBTQ rights. It's to accept one another. So why are we taking away these basic human women rights when we should evolve so our society, our humankind could be stronger and better to care more for the world? Togi, something you just said reminds me about us talking about intentions. When we're looking at the role of society, what I think is being fought for right now is freedom over your body. And if you're removing that from somebody, then what are the intentions? Yeah. What are the intentions behind removing choice, removing free will? What does that mean that our political structure, our government wants for us as females if they want to remove choice over our bodies? Yeah, it's a control issue. 
It is. It's sad. Yeah, I think that we have a responsibility to evolve as a society and adapt in a way that supports growth for everyone has different circumstances. Not everyone has the same circumstances. So if we need to relearn things or help people out, I think a really benign example would be like the internet. So I am 50 years old. I did not grow up with technology. I don't navigate it the same way my kids would navigate it. They just get technology. They've like always been around it. For me, I have to relearn because my brain was not taught to have like these technical skills that are necessary for today's world. So I have to relearn and people that are younger can teach me something because I didn't come from the same circumstance that a young person did. And them helping me to navigate technology, I can then live in this new world that has evolved into something different. I think it's a responsibility of all of us to help us all evolve to new ways of being without taking away rights and controlling people. Yeah. You know, something on the flip side of that that I've started to really come into that I think is truly beautiful is that for kids that haven't been able to be identified in society for several years, so take kids of color, kids that learn differently, LGBTQ plus kids that have been in schools, they've been taught that success looked one way, right? Mm -hmm. That you had to talk a certain way if you were going to be successful or be right, right? Mm -hmm. You had to be less flamboyant if you were going to be the right way. And I think that as a society, the conversation has started to shift from the role of these different individuals, these really cool different individuals needing to conform and fit into the one version of success to society saying, wait, hold on. There is tons of magic in these people and in this room. How is it that we are able to accommodate all of the magic and all of the glory Mm -hmm. and all the beauty of the different individuals? That's the way that the world is going to shift. That's the way the world is going to evolve. And then we can evolve with it, right? Like, Yeah. Most of the people I've learned from are not from people who live exactly how I grew up. Exactly. Just like the government is the one that needs to evolve. They're the ones that are having that hardship because what these rules and laws were made hundreds of years ago. Well, was the world the same a hundred years ago or more? Mm No. Like, don't apply. That's (laughs) de-evolving. Exactly. Like (laughs) when you meet with somebody, a gay person, like, You don't tell them to go straight. It's the same logic. There is no straight answer. Right. You all just have to move forward because there is no straight line in life. So for these kids, we have the opportunity to fight right now to help change this government and this world to evolve for everybody. Because like you said, there's so many different people now. Everyone's magical not just the colors, but with race and sex. There's just millions of different ways, non-binary, asexual. Like, Mm -hmm. it should be. Because us humans, we're not animals to move backwards or just go straight. Mm -hmm. That's why we all have our own minds. So I hope my kids are able to really stand up and be unique. Yeah. Yeah. Some customers will come to my restaurant and they'll be like, your food is not authentic. And it's like, 
well, when do we say it was authentic? <laughs> First, it can't be authentic because it's not made in Japan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, it's authentic for us. <laughs> but why can't we be our way? Yeah. Some people have a hard time accepting our food. Why not learn something new yeah. and evolve from it? Your tongue evolves. Like something that you didn't like when you were a kid, you like it now. Mm-hmm. Something you like mm-hmm. as a kid, you don't like it now. It's the same thing. No, <laughs> I really believe that there's so many beautiful people in the world that do different things. We're not all the same and we really need to embrace and celebrate our individuality and look at it as we all evolve together when we do that versus marginalizing people for not being the same. Yeah. Toki, thank you so much for joining us. This conversation has been really enlightening and hopefully helping me to evolve. I'm wondering, what takeaways do you have from today's conversation? Well, it made me realize that everyone is evolving constantly, not just you. And when everyone evolves together, something magical happens. Like when we all turn the page together. Yeah. There's so many bright ideas, so many new goals that you could create. We're such powerful humans that ourselves evolving could change the world. It motivated me a lot today and made me think how much I want to do better. I think you're right, though, because one of the things that I really took away from today is the support system, the people you have around you. And that growing together is huge. It's very powerful. One of the other things that I picked up is the need for simplicity. It doesn't always have to be the struggle bus all the time. Yes. Cindy, how about you? Well, Rochelle, we're all on the struggle bus at times. (laughs) What I'm really taking away is that when I can be truly brave and be myself and be authentic and part of doing these podcasts is to speak our truths which is a scary thing to do. And it's scary when our guests do it. So Toki, thank you again for being on because it is a vulnerable place. But through that, we can move through society in a very authentic way as well. So that was a huge takeaway for me from our conversation. Toki, to close our podcast today, I know you have a quote prepared for us. So I'm going to go ahead and let you take it away. Yes. In Japanese, we have this thing called yomoji jukugo. It's basically four characters put together and it's a saying. And one of the saying that I always think of when I'm going through hardship in life or when I have some challenging moments or even with the good times that I have, I have this four character word called ichigo ichie. And it's directly translated to for this time only or once in a lifetime. But it's a cultural concept of treasuring the unrepeatable nature of a moment. So you could only live life once and really learning how to take a step back and accepting and soaking it all in the good times and the bad times, Mm -hmm. really learning how to soak everything in the good and the bad that helps you evolve to level up to the next stage who you are. Like we talked about the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. Because of (laughs) Ichigo Ichie, now I adjust my speed in life whenever is necessary. And my husband, and in other words, to me also stuck was Eminem, the song, he would say, you only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. 
this opportunity comes once in a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Yeah. Every opportunity comes only once in a lifetime. And that's Ichigo Ichi? Ichigo Ichi-e. Ichigo Ichi-e. Ichigo Ichi-e.